Welcome to Sales is Not a Dirty Word, the show that proves if it's a fit, it's a fact. I'm your host, revolutionary sales coach Alicia Barr, the creator of the Matchmaker Sales Method. If you're a solopreneur who's ready to grow your profits and impact without pressure, pitching, or pretending to be someone else, then this is for you. This episode is about how to sell like a natural, and it's with me, Alicia Barr. So have you ever met someone who was just natural at sales? They never had sales training, and you would ask them what they did, and they said, well, I don't really sell. (laughs) And that's just wildly unhelpful, right? Like, how does somebody imitate that process or repeat that process? And I'll be honest, this was me. I was always a natural seller. Natural meaning, you know, I'd never had any formal sales training and it took me years to boil down what natural sellers do into words and a process that people can repeat. And the reason that people say that they're not selling is because they're fitting. They're actually not selling. So what does that even mean, right? It means they're exploring the sales conversation with the other person's best interest in mind. And that includes telling them when they are not a fit or telling them when the thing they want isn't the thing that they need. And so this is what makes them say that they're not selling because they don't sell everyone. Their only goal from a sales conversation is not to get a yes, right? It's to make sure it's a good fit. And if it's not, providing them with a resource that is gonna get them the solution that they need. So they're not looking at it as a sales conversation. They're looking at it as a fitting conversation. So how do you do this, right? Well, you think about what makes someone a good fit for you and what makes them not a good fit for you. And you'll reverse engineer your questions around it. So I can give you an example of this. Um, One of my clients, she helps med spas. So a lot of med spas that offer Botox and laser treatments get stuck in a cycle of constant new legion acquisition and selling a la carte services. So the people will come in and they'll get one Botox treatment. They'll come in, they'll get one laser treatment. And it makes it really hard to have predictable income. And so she helps them reshape their menu so that they're packages. And she gives them some marketing that explains their signature process. So all of a sudden they're different from other med spas because they have the signature youth rejuvenation process package that features 10 laser technologies, 10 Botox surgeries or Botox treatments. And they're able to make their income predictable and make a lot more profit from each customer. And also the customer gets a better result, right? Because they're going to get a lot better result than with just one treatment. So anyway, her clients that do the best are people who've already been in business for a while and who have not had sales training and who have tried other forms of marketing that haven't worked very well because that person's gonna be very aware of what they've tried that doesn't work and ready to try what she offers. So the questions that we would ask would be like, have you ever had any sales training? Um, Do customers know what makes you different from other med spas? beyond great customer service and really caring. 
And these questions are going to uncover for the other person that they don't have these elements. And it's a different conversation than what they're having with anyone else trying to help them increase their sales. So it instantly differentiates my client and she's able to sell based on her natural expertise, right? And so when she's able to ask in the form, whenever they book a call or in the conversation, these questions that let her know this person's a good fit because they've been open for a certain amount of time, they've tried other legion strategies, they haven't had any kind of um, sales training, and that those kinds of answers are going to help her know, okay, yes, this person is a fit, and she can confidently tell them that she's able to get them the results that they need. Before we worked together, she was asking questions like, what are what are your social media handles? And if I could wave a magic wand and do anything, what would you want? And those things aren't going to uncover if somebody's a good fit. And a lot of times we're not asking the questions that are going to uncover if somebody's a good fit and also naturally position us to sell by showing off our expertise. We're able to just talk about the thing that we already know that's natural to us. We don't have to worry about how we're wording it or how we're convincing the other person, right? So can you see the difference in those questions and how one is reverse engineered to have questions around what makes somebody a fit? And then the other one just had the questions based on getting somebody to say yes. They're very different strategies. So for you, you want to ask yourself, who are the people that get results with you and what do they have in place? Have they already tried certain strategies? Do they have a certain amount of people on their staff? Do they have a certain budget available? Do they have a certain financial runway so that they can wait to get results? They will have the patience to get results. They don't need it instantly or immediately. Um, do they have normal expectations around what kind of access they'll have to you? Um, what kind of boundaries they have? So all of those things are going to help you design the questions and the criteria for someone who's a good fit and to give you the confidence and direction you need to say, this person is not a good fit. Let me point you here. So for example, if I'm going to help somebody bring on a salesperson to duplicate themselves with a salesperson, they need to have at least 10 leads a week. If they don't have 10 leads a week, it's not going to work. I can definitively say that. They also need to have a sales process in place that isn't just them winging it. <laughs> so it's something that a salesperson can do. So sometimes we need to create that sales framework first. And are they willing to do that first? Those things are going to equal a good fit. And if they don't have that stuff in place, I can point them to a lead gen person who can help them with that and say, come back when you're at this point, because I don't want to sell you something that's not going to work for you because it's not good for either of us, right? It's stressful for me and it's stressful for the client. So you also want to think about who doesn't get results. What don't they have? So for my med spa client, a lot of times if somebody's just invested in all of these different expensive pieces of technology, they're so over leveraged credit wise that they can't move forward with her. So that could be an indicator that someone might not be a fit. Um, if they haven't opened yet, they're going to need a lot more handholding and they're going to be a lot more desperate. Um, if I have somebody who doesn't have a proven offer, I it's not going to work. That person is not a fit. They need to have 
delivered their offer and gotten somebody results. I can help them tweak and narrow their offer down based on the results that they get clients and what they enjoy doing for clients. But I can't help them, like it's just not something that I enjoy dialing in that initial offer. It's a very desperate, fear-filled time. So you need to know like what people have in place or do not have in place that makes them a good fit for you or not a good fit. You wanna think about the people who didn't get results with you and why they didn't and the patterns in that so that you can tell those people, okay, go do this and then we'll work together. So it's a fitting conversation, right? So I will go deeper into this with these new short solo episodes that I'm gonna be doing for you guys. And the next one will be about overcoming objections from the frame of, is this a fit? Because that works much better than the typical overcoming strategy, which just feels like dismissing and invalidating your concern or objection, to be honest. And when you're a buyer and somebody just dismisses your concern that you raise, it doesn't feel great, right? So um, I'm going to explain the strategy behind doing this um, from a different frame that is much more effective based on if it's a fit. So this has been the Sales is Not a Dirty Word podcast, where we show you how to convert up to 80% of your sales meetings without pain, pitching, or pretending to be someone else. And tune in the week after next for objection strategy based on fit. And if you're wondering how to improve your sales strategy or sell like a natural, book a sales quick fix call where I will look at your sales process and guarantee to give you at least three ahas. So thank you all for listening and we'll see you all next time.